Frenchman okay. brother will go go together. Uh, our guest is on the hotline now. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is a guy we consider a friend of the show. He was nice enough to feature us in a in his movie. Uh, let's welcome back our friend Kevin Smith. Kevin, how are you, buddy? You funny Floridians, how are you? <laughs> Am I to understand that you were on the West Coast and you got up early to do the show? I am. It's uh, six thirty here, and let me tell you how crazy this is. I'm not doing this for praise, but it's, you brought it up, so I'm going to go there. Okay. I uh, fell asleep at about like ten o'clock last night. Then I got up at about two in the morning because I fell asleep too early, and so I sat around smoking until like four thirty because I have a periodontal appointment tomorrow, appointment tomorrow, and I uh-huh. can't smoke past noon today. <laughs> so I was like, I got to get more smoking in. So I, I smoked till four thirty, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm supposed to talk to somebody. At six thirty, I I couldn't remember. I looked at my calendar. I was like, "Oh, I'm talking to Mike." I said, "Damn it!" I said, "All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay back down and like if I miss it, like they'll understand." Yes. And then woke up obsessively every ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Can we establish this now? Can we establish this now that if this is this is how much we like you? If you wake up one day and you're like, "I don't feel like doing this crap today," just text us. I don't feel like doing this crap, and we'll be like, "Cool, we'll do it another time." I, uh, luckily, I've got this internal guilt monitor that, like, had me just looking at the clock every 10 minutes, and I was like, you're going to do this. So here, and right at 6.28 is when I looked at the clock, and I was like, all right, and I got straight up, and here we are. And and I'm not doing this for any sort of, like, so reward me, people. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yes. there was something wouldn't let me miss this. And it's probably... Uh, greed and commerce, because I was like, <laughs> going to make all the difference. Not his relationship with us, the fact that he's going to make some extra bucks <laughs> on top of his millions. <laughs> Have you looked at your celebrity net, net worth online at all? Yeah, every once in a while, somebody sends it to me and tells me I'm worth $25 million, and I'm like, great, show it to me. Mm, that's what I wanted to know. Is, uh, how accurate? Not even close? Not even close. Are you kidding me? If I had twenty five million bucks, we wouldn't be talking because I wouldn't be working anymore. I wouldn't be doing movies pop ups. You think I'd be trotting around with COVID, opening I mean, mini restaurants? What are you nuts? I'd like to believe we'd still talk though. I mean, yeah, my boy, I would tell you like what it's like to be a guy who never has to work anymore. I'm a, there's a reason that you always see me, and that's because I'm a hustler, not like hey, I'm a hustler, but like I have to hustle. To like pay the bills, like I, you know, everyone assumes that like you know clerks set you up for life. I'm like, not at all. They yeah. bought it for two hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars. Like, and that like I had to pay off the movie first, and a hundred grand of it went to blowing it up to thirty-five millimeter. So that left me with like a hundred grand. You think I'm still sitting on a hundred grand in '94? <laughs> like, no way. And you know, the movie continues to do well, but that's for someone else. Like, they bought it from me. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have done as well, but they've done well under somebody you know, uh, under corporate ownership and stuff. So I have to, like, figure out every day, like everyone else, like, all right, how am I going to eat? Most people figure out, you know, they get a job and, and they're pretty secure with it. My jobs are temporary or yeah. jobs that I create myself. So it's like I always have to keep spinning plates so that we can continue to eat, live in the lifestyle that my family's become accustomed to and, and stuff like that so the dogs can eat three meals a day. <laughs> so I'm I'm used to working at all times. So when I see that 25 million number, I'm like, yeah, right. Not, not, not if I had if I had two of that 25 million, I'd probably be like, you know what? I've done enough. It's been 27 <laughs> years. We're good. 
Uh, this is Kevin Smith, and the reason he is up early and the reason we're talking to him is because they're going to have a movies pop-up drive-thru in, uh, a pop-up in Orlando on iDrive March 12th to 21st. But you have to have reservations to go. This is going to be something that everybody's scrambling to. And the booking starts today at 11 o'clock. You need to go to moviespopup.com. And uh, it's all based on the movies from the Jay and Silent Bob franchise. And now keep in mind, there's going to be people who are fans of Jay and Silent Bob and of Kevin's movies and all that stuff. And really, let's be honest, there's just going to be people who want something to do. There's not a lot of exciting things happening right now. And Orlando being one of those places where there's constantly people, you know, tourism there even through the pandemic, this is not going to be something that's going to be available uh, very long. I would I would recommend getting these reservations or tickets or whatever you need today the minute they go on sale for sure. Now, you will be out there? He's, he's not. He's He's not wrong, kid. No. Like the previous, this is the, uh, what is this, the eighth one or seventh one we've done? Well, the eighth, by the time I get there, it's the eighth movies we've done. And all of them have sold out. We do the reservation system for social distancing. That way, like a thousand people don't show up at once. Um, you, you, you basically, it's like your appointment's 11, you're 1115, you're 1130. So you get to space everybody out. They come pick up the food that they pre order. And then they've got places to take pictures and stuff. And thankfully, Tin Roof, which is where we're doing it in Orlando, they got a patio so people can go outside and eat. But that seems to be one of the most attractive elements we've seen, like uh, in New Jersey, in Los Angeles, in um, uh, Phoenix, which we just wrapped, and then Orlando. We've had patios, and people are just like, I just want to sit on a patio and have a meal outdoors. Yeah. Um, we don't do indoor dining or haven't, although we're going to Florida, and I know you know you guys tend to do things differently down there. We're curing um, here. I'm sure I'm going to walk in. I'm sure I'm going to walk in with my three masks and get mocked by everybody. I might just wear the big movie, the movie suit. <laughs> no, from the virus. You've not had uh, any of the virus. You've been safe this whole time. Yeah, knock wood, man. It, the closest it's come to us is uh, my friend. Josh and Liv, who I toured with when we did the Jane Silent Rob, Bob Roadshow show, um, they they both got it. And uh, Josh described, I was like, how bad was it? And he goes, it was, he said, I had swine flu and that was worse. And I was like, okay, good yeah. to know, but I've never had swine flu. And he said, well, basically, it was like crapping through a screen door for two weeks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> that, that don't sound pleasant at all. He's like, it, well, I was weak. And I couldn't keep anything solid. It was insane. So that's the closest it's come over here. And and I've been able to dodge it every place. It hasn't hit. Mom, mom's down in Florida, and that's kind of the chief reason where I'm heading to Orlando. The moment we started doing these movies pop-ups outside, like we did one in Los Angeles, and I thought that was it. But then all of a sudden, Jersey, there's a restaurant called Gianni's Pizza Parlor. I said, hey, can we do it? And we realized we had a franchise model. We can go from city to city and do this. So right then and there, I was like, can we please do one in Orlando? That gives me a perfect opportunity, A, to see my mother, B, bring my mother to the ribbon cutting, because that, that's, that's pornography to my mother. Like, that is, that's like, you know, if I'd rather than give her a vibrator, just bring her to a kitchen. <laughs> so, much yeah. so much pleasure to see her son be appreciated by people. Like, you know, as a parent, I guess I get it. But for years, you know, my mom's been my biggest fan in the world. So she loves the event. She loves seeing, like, oh, look at these people come to see my child and stuff. Yeah. Makes her feel like the mother Mary. So yeah. part of the reason that like I was going to Orlando is so that she could be involved as well, and she'll definitely be there cutting the ribbon. 
You know, I uh, relate a lot to you. We're both guys who have similar interests. We're both big guys. We're both from the Northeast. And now we both have daughters, and your daughter is a little bit old, well, it's considerably older than mine. And I've watched your daughter grow. I've watched your relationship with her. And I don't like to think about my daughter being attractive to other people. That made, that drives me insane. I don't know how you deal with that. <laughs> you got to get on the phone with Jason Mews. He's that guy. Jason Mews has got a five-year-old kid, Logan. And she's adorable. Since day one, since she come out the shoot, this dude has been worried about, like, what, what happens when she wants to date? I'm like, you got, like, 13 years minimum before you got to worry about that. But he's worried... Because he sees himself as the kind of guy who would, like, come and knock on the door and be like, I'm here for Logan. Like, after his lifetime of debauchery, now he's like, i got to lock up my daughter. I've always been like, don't be like that. You do that, you're just going to create something that you you don't want. Like, you you take people away from things, they kind of rush toward it and stuff. Harley's always had a pretty good head on her shoulders. Like, she's had a boyfriend for a while. Um, Now she's got a, a different boyfriend. But before... Uh, she's been with Austin now for like over a year since the before the quarantine began. He's a kid. I don't know if you ever saw uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That that movie. Yeah. He was one of the kids in, in the flip. So they've been dating. They're an adorable couple, and they like we're here through most of the pandemic. We all lived together, and then I wrote him into and we did we did a game show for TBS during the pandemic um, called Celebrity Show Off, where like they gave packages to people, and you had to create a show. And most people did stuff like commercials, like Ja Rule did a commercial for Papa Cristos or something like yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. which was a great question. We uh, we just did a sitcom about, like, being, it's called Sun Lockdown. So we did that at the beginning of the lockdown, had a great time with the kid. And then the kids left. Like, uh, in October, Harley and Austin went on the road because she got a show for Freeform called Cruel Summer. Right. She was going to be shooting for four months. And we were like, well, good. At least they'll get you out of California because we got some of the worst COVID here. And we sent her to the safest place we could possibly imagine, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> so oh, no. he has... She has been like, you know, we we live in a state where everyone's always like, you get them earthquakes, you live in a hellhole. She was like, I've never lost power in California. I've never been freezing yeah. room indoors in California. She's like... I don't know what happened in the state. She's like, it just went nuts. Like, I was like, yeah, man. And then I tried to explain why the power grid broke down and stuff. Well, it's far that's, more politically active than me. So she's like, oh, I know already. <laughs> it's been such a weird, such a weird time. I do a, uh, a podcast with Robert Kelly, who's a comedian in New York. And our producer is in San Antonio, and this poor kid had to do it from the car twice, and then we had to check him into a hotel so, so that he could just survive while he's doing our podcast. Uh, <laughs> and just so he could do a free podcast. Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Kevin Smith, who's joining us on the show. Uh, the movie's pop-up is happening in Orlando March 12th through the 21st. Kevin's going to be out there with his mom, and they're going to be uh, doing the ribbon cutting, and you're going to need a reservation to go. You're going to want to go to moviespopup.com. It starts today at 11 o'clock. And, in, and like I said, it's going to be... People want something to do. They want the, you know, love to have the fact that there's something new, that a celebrity will be there, and their tickets are going to go fast. So, so get them and go on out there and, and enjoy it and uh, show Kevin's mom that he really is successful and not worth $25 million. <laughs> That's the best part of all this is I'm like, look, Ma, top of the world, Ma. <laughs> are you able to work on any, uh, any movies or anything, or is all that stuff shut down? A lot of stuff is shut down, but I've still been working on Masters of the Universe. So animation, uh, which is the show we're doing for Netflix, 
um, which comes in the middle of this year. Animation was unaffected completely. You don't need to like, oh, this crew member got COVID, so we have to shut down. Like everybody's at home doing the job they normally do. Animators can work from their their computers at home. So uh, He-Man has gone through unabated. Um, I was able to do the TBS show because the production was just us shooting it. So it was like that was the whole idea of the competition. So that was just us shooting in our house. But at one point during all that, like we literally had the only sitcom going in Hollywood. Rare little honor to hold on to and stuff. Um, But uh, most of the time I've been live showing, doing movies. We've been doing movies since uh, June of last year. We did uh, Los Angeles. We did uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. Went to Chicago with it. It went up to Toronto, but I couldn't go with it because they closed the border. Uh, we did Minneapolis at First Avenue, where Prince and and uh, and the Time battle yeah. in oh, Purple yeah. Rain. Then we did Phoenix, which just wrapped up, and then uh, now we're heading out to Vancouver. Vancouver's on sale, and then Florida's next. So I've been going to all of those, with the exception I I, I can't go to Canada, and then the Minneapolis one. That was when COVID started spiking, and everyone was like, "You can't go. You're a heart attack victim." But everyone keeps reminding me, they're like, "You're." <laughs> to high risk i've suddenly become high risk like yeah. so uh, i you know the kid limited the amount of places i could go but they she couldn't put the kibosh on florida because i'm like i'm going to see my my mom you love your mother i'd never stop you from seeing your mother i was like you gotta let me go see my mother so she's been the real covid cop even though she's not in the house she's the one that texts us every morning with like la times articles about like the new covid strain that is california only that's twice as deadly and stuff and she's like don't move Meanwhile, she's out in Dallas. I'm like, you're criticizing us? <laughs> you're building snowmen in, in, uh, in, in Dallas. I mean, your kids love you more than my kids, I can tell you that. Is that true? Well, my if I said to my son, my son was like, you know, we're in Tampa and the Super Bowl is here. And he's like, uh, we got to go to the Super Bowl. And I'm like, I don't know a lot of things, Joe. First of all, tickets are going to be very expensive because there's a limited crowd. It's in Tampa. Tom Brady's playing. And it's going to be very expensive to get tickets. And also, you know, we got to take into consideration the COVID. He was like, I, we got you got to go. You got to get it. Like, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't for a second enter his head that it might be dangerous for me to be a 50 year old man who's fat and, uh, you know, with 50,000 people. He was like, spend your uh, hard earned cash, get us tickets, and let's go to the Super Bowl. So we did. Youth rules, bro. You know that. Youth yeah. rules. And at the end of the day, uh, age rules. That's who we are. We just do what they tell us to at this point. And isn't it nice that you work so hard in this life, pulled yourself from nowhere to a place where you've got respect, you command salary, people know you, and then that's when your kid's like, give it to me. <laughs> give me this thing that you've earned. I always ask all the celebrities, especially when my son was – a little bit. He's 14 now. When he was a little younger, I go, at what age does your kid realize that you're cool? And then I don't really think that that ever happens. Like now that he's he's playing football and in high school and a couple of the coaches listen to the show, so I think maybe he's like, no, nah, he's not cool, but this might work to my advantage. But I don't think you're yeah, okay. yeah, he's like, oh, they've, they've heard of him, and I'm yeah. not getting mocked for it. This yeah. is not bad. Not yet, at least. Uh, well, one more thing I want to ask you. Um, I, I, I love, you know, we were talking about this morning that they were saying that Adam Sandler and um, the guy who played Shooter McGavin would be open to doing a Happy Gilmore sequel. And we were like, oh, but sometimes you just shouldn't do it because you'll ruin it unless they get somebody else to make the movie. And somebody said Kevin Smith should make the movie. That You're one of the guys we trust 
to do a movie. Like when when you wanted to do Fletch, I was like, no. And then you wanted to do it, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, that I would watch. So, uh, is there anything you want to do along those lines, like a long-awaited sequel or a movie that would you'd want to remake, a passion project that you haven't had an opportunity to do yet? I mean, most of my stuff I kind of dream up and do. That's kind of been like the late motif of my career, which is like just do it. Like, because no help is coming. Nobody's ever going to be like, "That's great. I want to assist." You got to do it yourself. And you, and if you want to do the, the stories you want to do, you're the one that has to, you know, drag that ball over the. I'm not a sports guy. The goalpost. I, I don't know. What that's <laughs> Goal line. But yeah, you're yeah. close enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say, put that football in the net. And I was <laughs> um, but the uh, so like you know, for example, James and Bob reboot. Nobody was looking for that movie except right. me. I was like, you know what I would love to go back to those characters. So same thing, like you know, I just finished up. Uh, in January, I wrote Clark 3, and it looks like in June, July, we're going to go back to Jersey and shoot it. Oh, and, you know, nobody's cool. clamoring for Clark 3, but when it happens, they'll be like, I wouldn't not do that or something like that. That's the hope. But I, I don't have anything beyond my stuff. Like, you know, it's tough enough to dream with your own toys. It's even weirder to dream with somebody else's toys where you're like, oh, you know what I'd like to do? Although I have been pitching a lot over the course of the the quarantine. And so I've got like three projects going that have nothing to do with me or my stuff that could be like fun and interesting. But my heart is always in the, in the story that I want to tell. The only person who can and should tell a clerk story is, is the guy that started it. Right. Like yes. that's my only currency in this life. So like for me to go back to do clerk three, it, believe me, it ain't no cash grab. It's like, there ain't no money left in that cow. All the milk's gone. Right. You're going back because you just like the cow. You just want to give the cow a hug and be like, oh, my God, thank you for my entire life. And you have unfinished, so, yeah, you want to continue. Yeah, yeah. Rather than, you know, go like, hey, man, you know what we should do? Somebody else is like, now, if Adam Sandler called me out of the blue and was like, hey, man, you want to help me make Happy Happy Gilmore again? I'd, you know, I'd give it a deep think because mm-hmm. that'd be silly to pass up because sure. you're like, you know, look, if he's reaching out, he trusts you. Um, and maybe that means, you know, you could make it funny like i'm not saying the first one's not funny but you can make like a sequel that actually works like as opposed to a sequel where people are anticipatory and then they're like oh man they they should never have done that so i I, you know if if that rare weird call happened i would definitely give it a thank but i'm so self-centered with my head up my own ass that i'm just so interested (laughs) in kevin smith movies i just want to sequelize all of them i have uh I have in my head. I have no. I never made a movie. I wouldn't know how to approach it. I wouldn't even care. But in my head, I have done the impossible. I have created the next storyline for Back to the Future, and I know that Robert Zemeckis oh. said he would never do it. Never will he. Do it. But in my, I have got a good story, and I and I'm like, I know that we can. There, there is a. It, if it made sense, I think somebody would go. Well, actually, that makes sense, and I think we can. I think I got the story. Then this is my. Bit of advice: You make your run at Zemeckis or at Bob Gale. He's the guy that wrote it. He'd be the tough one to get through because he'd be like, "Well, I got ideas too, Sonny." <laughs> guy who's never done anything in movies before. <laughs> exactly. But just because you know they got the experience and the money, don't mean you can't be part of the fun. So that whole idea that you have for a sequel is it one movie or three? Well, it's going to start as one. So I'll give you the quick pitch: Father, who is a get-rich-quick guy. Uh, you know, constantly disappoint his family, right? 
uh, then decides right. that he's going to turn things around, and he goes. To, he's one of those guys like Storage Wars, where he goes buys storage containers, and he's, he he yeah. buys a container, and it's got nothing but a junky old DeLorean in there. And him and his son are going to fix that car up together and build their relationship. And they get the DeLorean, and they fix it up, and they go take it on the first ride together, and they hit eighty-eight miles an hour, and they go shoot through time. They have no idea they're in a time machine until they hit eighty-eight miles an hour. Um. I love it. Number one, that sounds like the plot of the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming. Oh, damn it! Oh. <laughs> um, based on the trailers I've seen. Uh, but number two, that same story works if it's not the famous DeLorean. If it's just a time traveling device of something like that, so right. why give it to them? Why not just keep it for you? The only thing at that point is like, oh, the nostalgia value of seeing the DeLorean. But the amount of hoops that you would have to go through, and the likelihood that they're going to be like, you know. Everyone's always wanted to do a sequel, but we're going to do this one because this is a good idea. Are nil and none. So what you do is just make that and just don't call it Back to the Future. Change it from a DeLorean because it's not like you had an element where it's like, and then Doc and Marty. You don't even have that. You just got a dad and a a child and a thought machine. I love that Kevin is giving me advice like I'm going to attempt to do this one day. (laughs) I've tried for three days. I'm trying to go to the post office and I haven't made it to the post office. There's precedent. There, a movie has come out of your operation before. I know this. Yeah, but it was terrible. <laughs> and I was in it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I made I made yogos. There's all things are equal, my <laughs> Have you seen the... It's W-D-E-D to another. <laughs> Have you seen the Snyder Cut? No, not yet. I Just the trailer. I'm not... It's not like I'm in tight with anybody or anything. I did see Cherry, though, which is amazing, and it's still not out yet. Keep wanting to talk to people about it, but what do you mean you're not in it? this month. If I have a superhero movie, you're the first guy I bring it to before I let anybody else see it. That's all right. I got so comfortable. <laughs> if I had a superhero franchise, I mean, look, they get it for free out of me on Fat Man Beyond, the show that I do with Mark Bernard every week, every yeah. Saturday night. We do a, like a pop culture show. Lately, it's been, you know, a WandaVision review show. Prior yeah. to that, it was Mandalorian review show and stuff. So, you know, I get to talk about this stuff there, but it's strange for the amount of traction we get, the amount of articles we've written, the amount of hits we, we get. Like, we, do, we don't get fed, you know, the real people. Like, I see them doing other websites and stuff, and it's not like we're, you know, known for doing guests, but... But I did just recently, someone reached out to me, like someone who I was like, oh, my God, like, it'd be wonderful to talk to you that we're going to have on uh, the episode after next week. Um, But generally speaking, man, nobody comes to me for anything. I'm just I'm very vocal about things that I like without anyone prompting me. Like every once in a while online. I'll see somebody be like, you're a shill for Marvel. And I was like, yeah, because Marvel would have to pay me to like these movies. Like, they, right. And plus, like Marvel would. Like, you know, they're like, we, we're doing great. We don't need Kevin Smith's payola money. Yeah. So I just talk about the stuff that I'm real passionate about, things I love. But, you know, it, it's I do find it strange that, like, for the amount of, like, talking I've done about the Marvel movies, and obviously I'm a big fan, that they're not like, well, why don't we just send... You know Elizabeth Olsen to their show. Yeah. 
looks like she'd have a good time and stuff, but I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, Listen, you are talking to – I'm in this town. I have the largest radio audience in – I have the largest male audience in the state of Florida. I have the largest audience here in Tampa by far for the last, you know, years. And, uh, and Tom have, Brady came on? Can't have, can't. I mean, I would be happy with Gronk at this point. We can't get Tom Brady. We can't get Gronk. We've got nobody from the team. I, I, I yeah. And then they go, they'll go on like AM sports radio, but they won't go on this. It's real, and, and I treat everybody with respect. Everything. Sometimes they think oh, I'm going to ask crazy questions. I'm not that guy. I'm 50 years old now. I'm not. I'm not going to be asking about you know. Hey, you masturbated last week. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that question because I have a great answer for it. Oh, I know the answer for you, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you. I know. You <laughs> right before the call began, <laughs> <laughs> and what a little a- bit during. Uh, <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't know these people, so I'm certainly not criticizing them. But to me, like, you're right there in the backyard. Like, you know, yes. you are, as you pointed out, a major media force. And they're already doing media. Why why not let you be a part of it? I mean, and, and, and it, it might not be that they think we're bad or something, but for some reason we just don't pop up on their radar. As oh, we try. Of, we put ourselves it seem like we, we put ourselves in front of them. Like we offer... Having, I think it feels like we're having too good a time, and when you do that, people don't treat you seriously. That might be true. That might be true. I, also, I'm not bitter about it. I just at this age now, I just realize I'm a fan, and if they don't, if I can't be of service to them, then I'm just going to watch it as a fan. And I don't care, but whatever. Uh, listen, I, I got to tell you, you've always been so good to us. I'm so I, I feel guilty, but I'm glad you did. I uh, got up early to be on the show today, and uh, if you want to see Kevin and you want to go to movies, pop up in Orlando. It's uh, happening from the 12th to the 21st of March. You go to moviespopup.com. The booking starts at 11 o'clock today. Get it. It goes very quick. You're going to need a reservation to get in. Things are going to be extra strict because of COVID, so you're going to uh, don't plan to just, oh, drive out there and see what happens. Uh, Kevin and his mom will be there to cut the ribbon on the opening day, and uh, I'm sure you don't need my wishes, but I'm sure that it'll be a huge success, and I hope the best for you, and you get to spend some time with your mom, and uh, and you have a great time, buddy. Let me tell you, I've not yet won a Super Bowl, but if I did, the first show I'm going on is yours, my friend. Well, you yeah. only throw the football in the net before, so you're probably <laughs> yeah. not going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> when I get that ball right into the net past the goalie, I'm going to celebrate by coming on your set. Listen, I will tell you this. I know you're a hockey fan, and uh, we're huge uh, Lightning fans. We, I don't know if you know, we have a Stanley Cup here. So uh, if you ever if you do have some That's time true. and you want to come, we'll go to a game. We'll, we'll check out some hockey together. Tampa City of Champions. I do want to make it to Tampa because uh, my boy uh, Chris lives there, man. And from what I understand, he's got an estate. An estate? Oh, Jericho. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho, man. Like, Jericho bought a, like, a quarter of Florida, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> he earned it. I'll tell you what. That kid is one of the... He did. Of, I mean, of... that's, you want to talk about... That's the ultimate American success story. A Canadian <laughs> comes to America yeah, yeah. and the, the builds thing, a fortune. <laughs> a great, great thing about Jericho is when he got rid of his last house, he just had an open yard sale and said, come get whatever you want. People just showed up and like, yeah. it's Chris Jericho's house and they're wandering me, through me, buying me, old memorabilia. Let me tell you, the greatest thing about Chris Jericho is he's breathing. The kid's got such a good heart and boy, is he enjoying life. Like he's yeah. doing it the right way. Good guy. He said, when, when you're in Canada, you either want to be a rock star or a wrestler to get out. I was both. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and then Kevin made him a Klansman uh, in Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, 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 so yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
That's acting, kids, because I can't <laughs> like that. Uh, Kevin, great to talk to you. Uh, anything you ever need, you know, we're always here for you. Even if you text us and say, I don't feel like getting up to talk to you, jerk-offs, we still love you. So uh, thank you. Moviespopup.com. The booking starts in just a little bit under an hour today. Get your tickets today and quit bitching about it if you don't get them. And uh, hope to see you soon. Hope everybody's breathing good. Kiss your mom for us, and uh, we'll catch up again, my man. I noticed there's no I'll see you in Orlando. Is that too far for you to drive? Where's that sign off? I just think that you're probably sick of seeing us now. We've forced our way into your last movie, and we don't want to be like, hey, by the way, we also need movies tickets so you can come out to visit, huh? <laughs> Well, I, I, I would assume you were buying a reservation like normal people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what kids always looking for. It starts to sound like your kid. Where's my free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Hey, we'll see you in Orlando. You don't come up, it don't matter. I know how far Tampa is. Oh, no, now you're making me feel well, good I because mean, it's only like 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike did go to uh, Shut New up, Orleans. Gio. When, Road trip. Uh, my yeah, kid had yeah, spring yeah. break. Oh. It's we not went. That right. That's right. Mike bowed out on us in New Orleans. And That's now right. now yeah. we are on screen with Chris Hemsworth and right. Mike is not. If you could see these three alcoholics when you <laughs> said we're making a movie in Jersey and they all perked up Road Trip. Road <laughs> yeah, trip. I'm yeah, like, yeah, you're, yeah. Not, in- you're not jimmying <laughs> your way into another movie. Oh, man. <laughs> Hey, we'll see you in Orlando. In the age of COVID, it's going to be tough. They're going to make you take all sorts of tests. Listen, we've all had it, and we've all had antibodies. We should just come there and breathe on all your cast to make them hell. We're all superstars. Have you had it? You had it already? Dude, I had my daughter, who is eight years old, had it last year before anybody had it. had a name. We took her to the doctor three days in a row. They're like, she's got a virus. I don't know what it is. Her temperature's high, but she's going to be okay. Then uh, Spanish got it, and he infected all of us. I, I didn't have Whoops. any symptoms. I drove straight to the clinic, got tested, knew I was fine, and then they were like, nope, you got it. Yeah. I had a headache for two days, and I was good. Now, my buddy Pete, uh, he went to the hospital. He had pneumonia, and he spent days there, and it was real, it was real bad. So it affects people differently. I was on a diet where I was eating no carbs, and I think that that's what saved me because it feeds on carbs, and it had nothing to live on in my system. So I think it went in and went out, and my body beat. I take a lot of vitamins and stuff, so I think I was, I was good. My wife had it, and she had no taste for six months. Six months. Oh, you're kidding me. She also well, had no taste when she, she married you. When <laughs> she married you, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, wait a second, really? So what is that like? Because I would be eating vegetables if that was case. <laughs> That's what I said. I go, at least I wish I would have had that portion of it. But the thing is, it's not that you have no taste. It's that you can't identify that taste. So she would drink Diet Coke and she said it tastes like pickle juice. So it would screw things up. So my buddy is a doctor. He's an ENT and he said, you had to re- we had to retrain to help. It, it comes back, but we had to retrain. So we went and bought her all these smelling things and she would smell them every night and then try to identify what they were. And eventually, it came back, and it you know it took about it took about six months for her before she really got it fully back. There's a TV movie in that man where you're helping your wife to smell again, yeah. <laughs> and then they travel back in time on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna combine all my dreams. Uh. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, brother. Have a great day. Thank you for getting up early, and uh, hey, maybe we'll see you in Orlando. Damn pleasure. Have a great day, kids. There you go. The great Kevin Smith. See you, buddy. Guy, I love that guy. He's the best. He is. I wish he was worth $25 million. He deserves it just yeah. for being a nice guy, you know? Um, it's funny that he brought that up about not being able to get guests on the show. I wanted to say to him, Kev, I will make those phone calls for you. Gio can get you those guests on the yeah, show. Yeah. I wonder if that's, you know, 
he he at his position is probably just waiting for them to come to him. But I bet you a couple of phone calls we can we can make that happen. But in uh, you know we have tried. I'm not I'm not mad at Tom Brady. I'm not mad at the Buccaneers. I understand certainly when you win a Super Bowl. But when like like Bruce Arians had a uh, a charity thing. A real horrible thing because it, it not horrible, but I mean it was a situation with COVID. He had to do it in it had to be virtual. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. Yeah, and it was it would have been a great live event, but it was, virtual is stinky. And he was trying to get people to do because it it's for charity. So we wanted to have him on the show. Ten minute conversation. Congratulations on the Super Bowl. Tell us about your charity. And they were like, No, he's not available. And then he shows up on DAE. And we're like, all right, we get it. I mean, not that he shouldn't do DAE, but yeah. why? How do you not make it? You know. And then Chris Godwin, I've done a lot of things for Chris Godwin's foundation over the time, and I'm not mad at it. I'm I'm happy to be involved. They're good people over there. But um, we were trying to get him on the show before the Super Bowl. They were trying so hard to get him on the show before the Super Bowl. No go on getting him on the show. And they said, as soon as he can do, as soon as we can get him to do media, he'll do your show. You're first. Great. He popped up on another on another yeah. show. I mean, it's, and, I'm, and again, I'm not like oh, I'll never talk to the Chris Godwin. I would take him tomorrow if he had yeah. a chance. Sometimes it's I just, wonder if it's the actual if like the player knows that it goes on like that, or it's who's managing their time or so thinks where they should be. He's been on the show before, yeah, and he didn't want to come on the show because he's not he doesn't feel very comfortable doing the media. And I said, listen, if it's one thing you can guarantee is I will baby you straight through the interview. Yeah. You don't have to worry, but you're not going to get any curveballs. We're going to talk about quickly about the Super Bowl, about the year, and then move on, and nothing, and then they show up on other shows. Now, it just it stinks because we we want to do it, and we want, and but the other thing is it's not just us. There's a whole town of millions of people here in Tampa Bay that would love to hear from these people locally, and they're not. And and I think that that uh, you know it stinks. It's not it's not hurting anybody. It's not hurting the the people will live. The players will live. The organization will do just fine. We'll be fine. It just kind of stinks that we can't all get on the same page. It's the same thing with the lightning. It's I don't I don't know if it's because um, you know I know one time I asked Tam Coast a question about uh, girls and his girlfriend was in the car and he got all spooked out about it and and then it was hard for us to get guests again for a while. But I, I'm the kind of guy where if you go hey just. Uh, Keep it to hockey or do this. Yeah. I'm like, yep, you got it. You know, I'm pretty respectful of people's wishes. I'm not trying to put certainly our athletes in a bad position. So it just bums me out sometimes. But you know, it is what it is. The Lightning are, are, are a great organization. They, we've had a great relationship with them in certain areas of of it. You know, and in certain areas we don't exist to them, and it just gets frustrating because we're such we're fans of both the teams. You know, I don't know. I, whatever. I'm not. Uh, I'm not turning this into complaining. We talked to Kevin Smith again. The uh, the address is. Moobiespopup.com, M-O-O-B-Y-S-P-O-P-U-P.com, and it'll start at 11 o'clock, which is just about 50 minutes away, and I would get on the site, and I would get your tickets today because it definitely will uh, sell out. Yeah, because there's only, it's 10 days, and all the prior, like Kevin said, all the prior ones have sold out within like a day or two. Yeah. The entire experience, so. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're done, huh, since it's 10.08. Uh, Thank you to Kevin Smith. Moviespopup.com uh, Tomorrow on the show It is Friday We will all be here In the same house Woo! For a house party Oh, and Gio's house. birthday yep. no, Yeah no. Happy birthday, I'm Gio Bringing you <laughs> gifts Is Port Hop Is uh, Board Hop tomorrow? Yes Board Hop is there Board Hoppy? And uh, Spencer will be on the phone Oh, oh the combination oh, Hello I... and thank you for calling <laughs> 1025 The Bone of my Counter Show That's so I'm good. an old southern general <laughs> If we can get Hoppy and Spencer and Roland to collaborate on something, that would be great. 
By the way, huge Get laugh in the Kevin same Smith. room. Yeah. Spanish. Huge what? pop from Kevin Smith on the. Uh, oh, that was good, right? Yeah. Yeah, line. Yeah. I mean, normally we would have just crapped on you. Yeah, but, yeah. but he liked it. a good laugh. <laughs> Will he put us in Clerks 3? I think so. Absolutely. I'm not asking. That's on you guys. He's uh, still waiting for the SD card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. We, we right have here. the SD card. Got it right here. Crazy Patty screwed this up. Not, not yeah. Joe yeah. today. That's right. Although it is kind of Joe's It'll be ready for tomorrow? It was ready for today? Yeah. It's nah. Crazy Patty who's screwing things up right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We Total were ready fail. to go. We had plans. Ready to go. Ready to go. We'll have to go to Hooters instead, though. Oh. I think. Oh. Are you sorry, going Gio. for a fourth day in a row? I'm sorry, Gio. They have salads inside. there. <laughs> my insides cannot handle it today. <laughs> I have to go see Rob DeMarco today. It's tax day. Nice. I already um, got my taxes back. How do you like that? What? Yeah. That's yeah. what's up. I sent mine in. <laughs> $44. <laughs> no, I got it. It was a little bit more. $47. Oh, good for good you. All in. Bye. Buy us movies, pop up tickets. Yeah. I'm free after the show, too. Oh, yeah? Oh, let's go to who? Really? Hey, no, let's go to do my taxes together. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> you guys have a wonderful day. Uh, if you want to see the best movie ever that doesn't involve Kevin Smith, it's Moose Falling Down, <sighs> and it's free, and it's just short. It's at Instagram.com slash the Mike Calvin Show. What if Moose fell and fell back in time? Oh, perfect. Yep. Landed on my wife, and she couldn't smell anymore. <laughs> Instagram.com slash the Mike Calvin Show. We will see you guys tomorrow morning for a house party. Oh, Carmen. Yes. Where are we eating food from tomorrow? Ooh. I will think about it. <laughs> Joe, tell my wife to make us some sandwiches. Oh, no. yeah. That'd be so, gonna be nice. so, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 